the Prophecy Club. I've got a few notes, but for the most part, I'm just going to be kind of talking from my heart, just sharing my heart specifically about the crusade, because I believe that this crusade really is the start of the greatest miracle revival in American history. Yes, I know how that sounds. To the carnal mind, that sounds like you do have a hole in your head. Be sure and watch carefully if you walk in the wind, because if you turn wrong, the hole will begin to whistle. You must have a hole in your head. You must be crazy. I know in the carnal mind, I understand how that sounds. I also understand the ramifications if that does not happen. I understand that I'm putting my name, my reputation, everything I have worked 25 years for in the Prophecy Club, all of the times that I have tried to be very careful with my words, not to say the wrong things, to try to bring you truth and accuracy. I understand all of that is on the line with that statement. I understand that. But the reason I say that is because I believe that this crusade is not for the public. This is not to begin to fill the book of life or the other way around. The names that are in the book of life that were written before the earth was created from the foundation of the world, those people whose names are in there but have not received Jesus. In other words, this crusade is not about winning a lot of souls. It's not about replacing your doctor or your hospital. It's not so that you can get healed. This particular crusade, while miracles will be there, this particular crusade is an upper room experience. It is to create, well, let's put it this way. Uh, This was the phrase that was given to me, uh, that I'm called to build an end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. I'm called to build an end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. In other words, yes, brothers and sisters, obviously one of these days, and I know we have some new listeners, I know how I sound, I understand that, but I'm saying this with my eyes open, full well understanding the ramifications, uh, the repercussions, the problems it could cause if I'm wrong. But I'm telling you, I know that I know that I know, no, no, I'm not wrong. So one of the big questions you have to ask yourself is, Stan, well, just exactly why do you believe that 2019 is the year that these miracles are going to start? And why do you think that they start April 19th? And more specifically, you little arrogant guy, you, I understand how it sounds. I understand. Just why do you think that miracles greater than anyone, either human or angel, has ever seen? Just why do you think they're going to start at your meeting? Okay, well, I didn't put this together, but if you listened to the program yesterday with David Phillips, you understand that he pointed this out. Part of Dimitri Dudeman's testimony, when the angel came to him, that was the very first night, and this was in 1984, but the first time the angel came to him and told him that he's going to send him to America to give them a warning or a message from God, that was 1980, and he had four more years to carry Bibles. Well, this was four more years later. This was in 1984 when he actually arrived. He said, the night that I arrived, and I'm, let me make this statement because I want you to hear the statement, and then I'll read the warning to you, the whole message. He says, don't worry. I will be ahead of you. Here it is. I will make great healings among the American people. You will go to television stations, radio stations, and churches. Tell them everything I tell you. Don't hide anything. If you try to hide anything, I will punish you because America will burn. 
Now, that specific phrase, I will make great healings among the American people. I remember in 1988 when I was driving Dimitri around, I remember him saying that. And I, I, I remember thinking, well, where are the healings? Okay, because I, I guess it's maybe like some kind of an internal healing or a spiritual healing. or <laughs> You know, I don't know what kind of healing, but I'm not seeing any healing. As a matter of fact, I didn't see any healings the entire time I knew him. And I knew him from 1987 till 1997 till his death. And I never heard of any healings from him at all. As a matter of fact, when I was walking with him and doing these various meetings, and I did a lot of meetings with him, had him in my home on two occasions. I went to his own on one occasion. When I was doing these meetings, I never heard of any healings, anybody, any place. As a matter of fact, I think he probably prayed, at least what I saw, he probably prayed for less than 10 people. Uh, so to, to think that he flowed in great miracles, no, no, meaning that that is unfulfilled. Okay, so why would God bring the greatest miracles in American history to our ministry? Okay, that's the question of the day. Why would he do that? I think it's not because of me. It's not because of Prophecy Club. It's not anything I've done, and it's not anything you've done. And I don't think it's necessarily because of the greatness of America. I think it is because Time is running out. We are about to enter into the tribulation in the next few years. I'm not trying to set a date. Again, I'm trying to be very careful with my words. Why? Because God has laid on my heart a long time ago. If you want to be believed, say things that are accurate and believable. So I always try to say the right thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm using that now. I'm saying, look, I'm telling you the truth. Okay, so I believe it's because God is shining a light on Dimitri's message. Well, what ministry has carried that message? What what ministry? Uh, most people would say this is the ministry that continues to carry that message. That's the message he's shining a light on. You remember when Elijah had the preach-off, he went to the prophets of Baal, 450 of them, and said, tell you what, let's have a little contest. You set up your sacrifice, you called your God, I'll set up my sacrifice, I'll call to my God. And the God that answers by fire, let him be God. They said, good and well. So they set up their sacrifice. They called on their God. No fire. They cut themselves. No fire. Then Elijah began to mock him and make, well, maybe he's out hunting. Maybe he's asleep. Maybe he's busy doing his taxes or some rubbish like that. And they cut themselves and the blood gushed out and they screamed and they cried and they threw themselves upon the side. They did everything they could trying to get their God to answer, but no answer. Then the real prophet of God, Elijah, set up his sacrifice. He called on his God, and the fire came down and not only burned up the sacrifice, but all of the water around it and the rocks and everything. So why did God send the fire down? Why did God send the miracle? To prove he is God. And why? Because he's building his kingdom. He didn't want his people, the children of Israel, to go the way of the false prophets, the 450 prophets of Baal. So he did it to bring people into his kingdom. That's why he's about to bring sevenfold miracles to the Prophecy Club. Now, it's kind of hard to say because, as you know, I've been thinking, well, you know, this is not necessarily a Prophecy Club thing. This is going to be a global thing. You'll go to uh, Joel 2.23, do 28, and it says, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your young men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. So 
At the time when I said that, I was thinking, oh, well, this is, you know, nothing special. The Prophecy Club, this is probably just going to be the end time revival that starts everywhere. I understand that. But now in light of what David Phillips pointed out, and I'm going to read it here in just a second, I will make great healings among the American people, meaning he is bringing this to our ministry. And it may be that any, any ministry out there that is willing to accept that this is the last days, that Dimitri's message that Russians is going to attack and going to defeat us in one day, so great riches will come to naught. It may be that any ministry that accepts that message and begins to put that message out, so also will they get miracles. I don't know. I mean, I'm not in charge of the miracles. I just know that, you know, look, it's still hard to say. I mean, even though I know that I know that I know, no, no, it's hard to say. So here we are about two weeks away from the crusade. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to know if I'm a bald-faced liar and I'm, I'm totally wrong or if God had really spoken to me and is really bringing this through this ministry because he's trying to tell the nation that he loves so very much, that would be America, that time is running out, that the seven-year tribulation is about to start, and no, there's not going to be anybody sucked in the air to avoid it, that there is a great test coming, and the only way he's going to protect anyone is if you abide in the secret place, which is the prayer closet. Now, let's go to the message. Dimitri said when he arrived in America the very first night, he said that they put him into uh, a, a rental apartment. I mean, that's what it was. Uh, kind of a rental house, and he said that dogs and cats have been there before, and he said it stunk really bad. So he walked outside. He said his wife and his kids were all crying. They had no food. They had no money. There wasn't even mattresses in there. They fell asleep on the suitcases because the, the floor was so terribly dirty from dogs and cats before, and they were all crying, and they fell asleep on their suitcases. I remember the story well. I've heard it many times. He said, so, you know, I'm, can I be just, I'm, a, I'm, I'm having a hard time talking about this right now. Because this really, I'm not a very emotional person, but this really, this really grabs my heart. I, my, my true heart is, brothers and sisters, my true heart is, I love the Lord, and I love America, and I want to pe- see people saved. I want them to believe this message with everything in my heart. But they don't want to believe it. But see, I was there with Dimitri. I sat on the bricks. I was in his house. I have walked. I have seen him. I I know him. I rode many hours with him in the car. I know Dimitri. And I know a liar. And he's not lying. Let me go on with the message. So, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling with my emotions as I read this this morning. He said, I was sitting outside on a rock. And a light came toward me. The fear of cars came within me. The Romanian police tried to run me over cars. He said, that's why I jumped to run. But all of a sudden, the light surrounded me. Out of the light, I heard the same voice. That's the same angel that was with him in Romania. Dimitri, why are you so despaired? I said, why did you punish me? What did I do that was so rotten? Why did you bring me to the United States? I have nowhere to lie in my head. I can't understand anybody. And probably what he also said is, my, my, my wife and my children are in the room crying. They have no place to sleep. They can't sleep on the filthy, dirty floor. They've fallen asleep on the suitcases. You know, he probably said more. He said, Dimitri, 
Didn't I tell you that I will be here with you also? I brought you here to this country because this country will burn. Now, I can understand. Dimitri's pretty frustrated. Well, why did you bring me here to burn? Why didn't you just let me die in my own country? Then the angel says, Dimitri, have patience. I will tell you. Get beside me. Now, I quizzed him about this. I said, what was it? What, what do you mean you got beside him? He said, I don't know. He said, it looked like a pillow on fire. He said, and he kind of got angry a little bit, me quizzing him. And he said, look, when you're in, in the presence of an angel, he said, all you can do and concentrate on is what the angel is saying. And he said, you don't notice other things. But I said, well, well what was it? that? What, what, what do you mean you stood beside the angel? He said, well, all I can remember is he controlled it with his left hand. Okay, so that's what he said. Now, it's not part of the testimony. We don't get into that a whole lot, but I'll tell you some of the extra details today. So anyway, he says, I don't know what it was, brothers. I said, I got beside the angel, and he showed me all of California and all of the cities of California and Las Vegas. He said, do you see what I've shown you? This is Sodom and Gomorrah. In one day, it will burn. He said, it's sin has reached the Holy One. He showed me another great city and said, do you know what city this is? I said, no. He said, this is New York City. This is Sodom and Gomorrah. In one day, it will burn. Then he showed me Florida. He said, this is Florida. This is Sodom and Gomorrah. In one day, it will burn. He didn't let me say another word until he brought me back to the place where we'd left. And he said, now, Dimitri, you can ask questions. He said, I brought you to this country, Dimitri, because I want to wake up a lot of people. I love this country. I love the people. And I want to save them. But America will burn. Now, let me pause. In the place where he says, I want to wake up a lot of people. Okay, so Dimitri, for some 10 years, traveled back and forth, going to radio and TV stations, uh, speaking in churches. But he says, I want to wake up a lot of people. So did Dimitri's message wake up a lot of people? Oh, brother, let me tell you, I can tell you. No, absolutely not. America has not received this message. They have not received me trying to bring this message. I cannot tell you. Well, enough of that. No, America has not received it. None of that. Now, let me get back to the message. I brought you to this country, Dimitri, because I want to wake up a lot of people. I love this country. I love the people of this country. And I want to save them. But America will burn. I said, well, how? How can I save them? I can't even speak their language. Who knows me? How will they call me? Don't worry. I will be ahead of you. I make great healings among the American people. Now, let me just say, I think that that prophecy is for the meeting called the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade that starts at the Hyatt on the corner of Campbell Road in 75 in Dallas, Texas on April 19th through 22. That is unfulfilled prophecy. I did not understand it at the time. I didn't get this until David called me. Well, actually, I called him. was it Thursday of last week. I didn't understand it. Even then, he said, Stan, he said, you sat where Dimitri sat. You sat on the very place he was sitting when the angel came to him to bring him this message. You had the dream where God said, you are Dimitri Dudeman. You are the man. You are the man that God is bringing this miracle revival through. And I, t I have to tell you, I mean, to me, that sounds like a very, very arrogant sta statement. And I'm, I'm a scared to death to try to get any attention coming my way. Because I'm a I'm just talking Texan here, okay? I'm a scared to death of my God, and I'm a scared that I will mess up, call too much attention to my, myself, 
to do something wrong, I'm, I'm afraid of God. I'm afraid, brothers and sisters, I'm afraid. So when it says, I will make great healings among American people, I know what he was talking about. I'm telling you, from my heart, I know that I know that I know, know, know that this is the greatest miracle revival. And this one is not for the public. This is for ones that believe Dimitri's message, that believe in Bible prophecy, so that they can have hands laid on them and a new spirit, a new spirit from God come upon them, along with my book, along with the Bible, to be able to turn and give an answer to a bunch of scared puppies that have run from Bible prophecy. They've been told they don't have to worry about Bible prophecy. And all of a sudden, they find themselves in the tribulation. They find nuclear bombs landing all over America. And they wake up, and the world that they had is all gone. And now they're scared out of their mind, and they need some answers. And right now, we got about 250 people coming to the crusade. Well, there was 120 people in the upper room, and look what God did with them. So what do you think he's going to do with 250 people taking his end-time warning and taking sevenfold miracles all across America? That's the point of this crusade. If you've been listening to me for a while, you had not been listening to get good feelings. You haven't been listening so that you can be encouraged. You've been listening because the Spirit of God has had your heart listen, because he is preparing you. He is giving you the opportunity to be a part of an upper room experience, an opportunity to serve him in the last days. And let me just address the people that have the wrong attitude. And please, I'm not trying to be offensive. But if you're saying, well, I can't get off, then you've got to ask yourself a question. What's more important, being an in-time servant of the Lord, teaching prophecy, winning souls, flowing in sevenfold miracles, or your job? Now, I can't tell you to quit your job, but I can tell you what I'd do. I'd say, I'm going to be at that crusade one way or the other. Now, let's make it easy. Let me give me the time off. Either either I got to take vacation or I got to do something, but I'm going to the crusade. Because when I lay hands on you and I anoint you with a special oil, and we're preparing it. It's not just olive oil. I'm not going to get into that right now, but I anoint you with a special oil where me, and Leslie, and Maurice Scalar, a prophet of God, and Pastor Massey calls himself Pastor Massey, but he's really an apostle. When I mean, look, you don't start any 33,000 churches and you're a pastor, okay? Pastors don't start churches. Apostles start churches. We're going to lay hands on you, every one of you that want to. We're going to pray that you get this special anointing to be able to to teach prophecy, to give an answer to these scared puppies that have woken up and found themselves in the tribulation unprepared. You're going to be able to give an answer, and you're going to be able to back it up with sevenfold miracles. Yes, I know how that sounds. I understand how that sounds. But I'm telling you, I'm still saying it to be true. I recommend you go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. I don't care how many people show up. I care that God shows up. I care that the miracles show up. And I care that what walks out of there is an army of people that are filled with the Holy Ghost, filled with the special spirit from God to be able to teach prophecy, to give an answer, and to be able to walk in sevenfold miracles. That's what I care about. That's the point of this. This is not for the public. This one is not going to be a Billy Graham type crusade. 
This one is going to be an upper room experience. If you can grab hold, look, the people's supposed to be there, then your head is shaking and your heart is convicted. Right, uh, You know that you know that you know, know, know that you're supposed to be at that crusade. And it's not the $222 registration fee that's going to hold you back. It's not your job. And I might say it's not anyone else either. If you feel the Holy Spirit, Lord, I ask you to just speak to the heart right now. Speak. Everybody is supposed to be there. I want everyone is supposed to be there to be there if they're listening. And they're supposed to be there. You speak to the heart right now. Right now, speak to the heart. They're supposed to be there. And then you make a way. And in Jesus' name. By the way, I can tell you that the way, it doesn't mean it's easy to go. As a matter of fact, what I've noticed, and it's also what Henry Griever has noticed, and it's what other great men and women of God have noticed, the more God is in it, the more difficulty you have making it happen. Look, at when you're trying to get back into church, if you're going to have any kind of a flat tire, it's going to happen on Sunday morning. If the toilet is going to back up, it's going to happen on Sunday morning because the devil is alive and he is going to do everything he can to put stumbling blocks in your way to keep you from coming to this. If you're supposed to be there, then you have a nudge in your heart. And that doesn't mean you're going to hear an audible voice because, look, the best things in God are something you got to fight for. Matter of fact, and, and he doesn't most of the time speak in an audible voice. And you, you can lay out some fleeces. God, am I supposed to go? Look, it, it's as simple as this. If you have, if it's been laid on your heart, you need to be there. If you love prophecy, if you want to win souls, then he's probably speaking to your heart right now, and you need to go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. And also, the Hyatt has extended the special low price for the sleeping room through this the end of this week. So, Time is running out. That's what I'm saying. Time is running out. If you want to be there, then you need to go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Get yourself signed up if you're supposed to be there. All right, so back to the story. I will make great healings among the American people. You go to television stations, radio stations, and churches. Tell them everything. Don't hide anything. If you try to hide anything, I will punish you because America will burn. How will America burn? It's so powerful. He said, the Russian spies have discovered where the most powerful nuclear missiles are stored in America. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America, started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries, which I cannot remember, will attack. The Russians will bombard the nuclear missile silos in America, and America will burn. I said, well, what will you do with the church? He said, the church has left me. How? Don't you have any people here? Americans think high of themselves. They say, I serve God, but they don't. In the church, there's divorces, adultery, fornication, sodomy, abortion, and all kinds of sin. Jesus doesn't live in sin. He lives in holiness. I brought you here so you could cry out loud. Don't be afraid. I am with you. Tell them to stop sinning, because God never stops forgiving. Tell them to repent. He will forgive them. Tell them to start preparing themselves so that I can save them in the day of trouble. He says, if you call me to speak, God loves you. That's what the angel of God told me. Whoever I love, I want to wake up. I will put on their hearts to call you. Don't hide anything or I will punish you. Tell them to stop sinning and repent. He will forgive us and we will have salvation. I said, well, how will you save the church if America will burn? He said, tell them. Exactly as I tell you, as he saved the three young men from the oven of fire and Daniel from the mouth of the lion, that is how he will tell them. But you must tell them 
to stop sinning now so that I can protect them in the day of trouble. He says, Israel doesn't recognize the Messiah because they place their trust on the power of the Jews in America. But when God will hit America, all the nations will be terrified. Then God will raise up China, Japan, and many other nations. They'll go in against the Russians, and they'll defeat the Russians. They'll back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty, but they make the Russians their leader. With all the nations, with the Russians as the leader, go down to attack Israel. It's not that they want to. God makes them. Israel doesn't have the help of the Jews in America anymore in their terror. When they see what is coming, they call upon Messiah. Are you ready to meet Jesus Christ? Are your wedding clothes clean? If there are still spots on the clothes of your soul, then the blood of Jesus still has power to cleanse sins. I said, well, if you are the angel of God, then everything you tell me has to be written in the Bible. If it's not, then I can't tell the Americans. Tell them to read Jeremiah chapter 51, verses 8 through 15. Write it down. Jeremiah 51, 8 through 15. He calls it the mystery Babylon, the great adulteress. Also, Revelation chapter 18, the whole chapter. There it says clearly what will happen to America. Well, why did he call it the mystery Babylon? Because all the nations of the world immigrated into America, and America accepted them. America accepted Buddha, the devil church, the sodomite church, the Mormon church, and all kinds of wickedness. America was a Christian nation. Instead of stopping them, they went after their gods. Because of this, he named it the mystery Babylon. Now, let me pause for a second. See, that's the real heart behind the whole immigration issue right now. It's bringing in other gods, bringing other filth and sin into our nation and destroying our nation. Immigration destroys Christianity. Now back to what he said. So that you know that I'm truly the angel of God, tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, someone will come and give you a bed. At 10.30, someone will come and pay your rent. At noon, someone will bring you a car and give you a bucket of honey. He says, brothers, it happened exactly as the angel said. At 9 o'clock, someone rang my doorbell and said, I brought you a bed. I couldn't sleep all night long. God told me you're from Romania and you need a bed. At 10.30, someone else rang my doorbell and handed me a check for $500 and said, God told me to bring you $500. At noon, someone came and gave me a car. I opened the door. Sitting in the front seat was a bucket of honey. You might say, well, why would God do this to America? We trust in God. On our dollar bill, it says we trust in God. How are your lives? We go after other foreign gods. The American church has adultery, fornication, sodomy, divorces, and abortions, and all kinds of sin. If we repent with all of our hearts and call Jesus to help us, we will stop sinning. If you are called to be a part of the end-time army, walking in sevenfold miracles, and answering questions to people about what time it is and what is going on, then you will find a way to be at this crusade. As a matter of fact, Lord... If you nudge their heart to come, help them to find the ways and the means to get there. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be easy, but help them to get there in Jesus' name. Confirm to them they're supposed to be there in Jesus' name. Now, also let me take just a second and talk about my new book. Again, it wasn't exactly my idea. I was just going to memorize the book of Revelation. Didn't understand anything special was going to happen. But in the process, I've got 30 revelations and two visions, and here are some of the comments that are now coming in. It says, this is an awesome book. I can't put it down. I'll obviously be ordering more since I've given all of mine away, except the copy I'm reading. I've read your book, and I'm rereading it over and over. 
There is so much information, it is hard to read a lot at a time. Every time I read it over, I pick up something new. I haven't found anything I disagree with or have a bad feeling about. It lines up with Scripture. I really enjoyed reading about the parables and how you explained them and made them so real for me. I'm thinking young Christians should read this before they get misled by the false teachings. Good book, Stan. Hope you write another one on Daniel. Hi, Stan. Just finished reading your excellent book, and I find it hard to disagree with anything that you wrote because you did very well in supporting your points with actual biblical scriptures to support your topics and statements. But I recommend that you get signed up for the crusade, and I think the book is important that you get it and also read it because that's going to give you the way to explain what is going on like perhaps no one else. The book is 1 for 20, don't do that, 5 for 30, 10 for 55. Why? Because I want you to, I'm basically giving you more, four more copies, okay? And that is because I want you to give them away. 1 for 20, 5 for 30, 10 for 55 at prophecyclub.com. Go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and get signed up for the crusade. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless.